0: you're well I have managed to find a quiet hour my kids are out of the house oh my goodness thank goodness and I have it to myself and it's so um, wonderful so I thought I would take a moment to pop on here I'm sort of exhausted I don't know about you but this summer has really felt long um, but not restful and I have a lot of grief I think as we come into this Labor Day weekend because I'm just tired and (laughs) really worried about the weeks ahead. My kids go back to school next week, and they're doing school from home another virtual semester, as am I. And it's a lot. Um, But I'm also trying to seize a little bit of that back-to-school feeling and finish up some DIY projects around the house. So um, kids and I are painting the basement, and oh boy, it has really... (laughs) pushed me to the limits but I wanted to talk a little bit today about casting on Um, and I think I guess for me it's a little bit about that seasonal shift uh, towards um, new projects if I ever finish these lingering ones up and the thing that was really surprising to me that I wanted to talk about was that I learned a new way to cast on so talking about back to school, I had such a wonderful uh, experience with the Making marls class that I took online um, and as I said before, I'm really cheap and I never really invest in knitting classes. I always figure I can teach myself. But I found um, that taking the class um, on making marls was so, so lovely for me that I wanted to do something similar. So when I saw that there was an online class about knitting selbu mittens, I jumped on it. It was quite affordable in my mind for the amount of classes that I'm getting. And I um, am not a color work knitter. I'm really crappy at color work. I've made a color work pair of mittens, but I did that classic first colorwork mitten problem where they were like, you know, so tightly, <laughs> the cage was so tight that no one could get their hand in, and I've never picked them back up. I also, like, botched, I was trying to put the date, I mean, I, I sort of, um, in classic, um, uh, me style, I was, like, way, bit off way more than I could chew, and expected myself to perform it flawlessly on the first try. Ugh. Anyway, not surprisingly, it didn't work out, and it put me off, worked mittens for quite some time. But I saw this class and it looked really low key and uh, a pace that I could manage and I thought why not so I signed up. And in doing so I learned a new cast on and that's what I want to talk about today. The cast on that I learned was the old Norwegian cast on which it's it's just a kind of um, another different way of doing a stretchy cast on. of like a long tail cast on, but you do a few extra maneuvers so that you get a stretchier cuff. And not only did I learn this old Norwegian cast on style, but then the teacher then offered a variation on that as well. And I love that about knitting. There's, you know, I know everyone says there's always something new to learn. And really, I've always kind of had my mind of like, really, is there really something new to learn? Part of what I love about this is that it's simplicity of what you can do with a certain kind of set knowledge, but it's true, there really is a lot to learn. And I think some of it is not necessarily content, but style, and that there are different ways of doing and achieving similar results. And why I wanted to talk about that right now is that, you know, we're, we're rounding the bend into um, a holiday weekend, which is always tough for those of us who are in families that suffer from the disease of addiction, whether we are the person who is struggling or for the loved ones um, watching someone struggle with addiction. This can be a really tough weekend. And I've been thinking about casting on in terms of recovery. Like, how did it, did I begin my path to recovery. And I talk a lot here, and I should probably drop my normal reminder, I talk a lot here about Al-Anon, and Al-Anon has been the program that works for me. I'm not speaking right now as an official representative of of Al-Anon, and I'm just sharing my own story about how I found my way to recovery. So as always, please, please take what you like and leave the rest. And that's really the theme of this today is that I know Al-Anon doesn't work for some people. And before I found my way into Al-Anon, I found a lot of different ways to cast on um, to try and find a program of recovery. I found, and and this is partly why I'm here on this podcast, is that I found a lot of podcasts that spoke to this. I can't really remember what I was searching for, um, but I found the Love Over Addiction Podcast, which is great. I really recommend it. It helped me so much in my moments when I was um, still in a relationship with somebody who was in active alcoholism. And it really just got me through some really rough moments and it helped me, taught me to rethink things and look differently at um, the shame that I was feeling and the chaos that was in my household. I also found my way to the recovery podcast. Um, Again, just sort of searching. I think, totally me. I didn't want to show up. I think in person. I wanted to find something that was virtual. (laughs) And the irony, of course, now is that everything's virtual. Um, So this is a good time. I was actually telling this to my son. This is a good time to try out Alateen. Um, The stakes are very low right now, and um, you can just check it out. But. If that isn't working for you, you know, podcasts were one of the ways in which I really started this work. I started casting on, trying to find a, a program that would work for me, or some kind of solution, or just some help, just to know that I wasn't alone. And then when I got deeper in my therapy, I also started listening to podcasts about, you know, that were aimed at the the those who who were struggling with addiction. So I listened to Sobercast, I think, and then just a bunch of other ones, random ones, really. To hear people talk in their own voice, I loved hearing people's voices, um, share their stories, and it really helped me get a handle on what this disease is and how it operates, um, and what it might feel like for my partner, to to suffer, from addiction, um, even though I can't, you know, think, thankfully I don't have that issue, um, but it did help me understand it better, and with understanding comes changed behaviors and. For me, that was sort of what led me into um, Al-Anon. My partner doesn't like AA; um, it didn't work for him. And I just want to mention this in case you're somebody who's listening, who is on the other side of the coin, and somebody who is really thinking about recovery um, in a different way than I am. Um, and you know, he tried a lot of different programs. He tried, I want to say, um, Smart Recovery. And I also found that there was some good tools online that are hooked up to Smart Recovery. That's through, I think, the iVillage.com. It's a really good network there. There's Reddit. Um, There's people sharing their experiences. Um, I think if you're – there's Instagram's accounts. I've also been following some people on Instagram who, um, you know, I just sort of – I think search for Alan on tags on Instagram and found some really great people that resonated with me that were talking in anonymous ways about their own experiences so I guess my point is I'm rambling here I'm trying to doesn't mean I'm trying not to give like a, a wiki page of how to find recovery but I guess my point is just like knitting where there's a million ways it feels like to cast on right there's the tubular cast on there is the long tail cast on there's the cable cast on there's this now this old norwegian cast on (laughs) i'm sure there's more um that i don't know about and there's as many ways to cast off as well um that you know there's a lot of different ways to find recovery if a program isn't you know if, if the program isn't for you then Find one that maybe is um, because it is worth it to, to talk through this and find people who are in a shared similar experience so that they can share strength, recovery, and hope. Um, so, yeah, that was sort of my, my planned content for today. And I um, am hoping that it resonates with you and that you're going to find some tools to get you through this weekend if you're facing a long one and not a happy one. And I also hope that you have some good projects to cast on. I am, as I've said, casting on a pair of Selby mittens. I am also holding my feet to the fire and I'm not letting myself buy anything new. No new fabric, no new yarn. I am going to sew what I have and knit what I have. And I am having a lot of fun. Um, And thankfully I do have some fingering weight, white and red, yarn that I can use to make a classic bright selva mitten pattern and I even got my pattern from the library. My local library is allowing curbside pickup so I found a Norwegian mitten book and I think I have the pattern I want to work with. Hopefully these mittens will fit my hands um, and not, um, (laughs) I think my kids hands now are even too big for the the pair that I originally made Um, but I'm going to, there's a whole section on gauge so I'm going to work on that. The other thing I cast on was my Making Marl project. I am, um, I found a bunch of fingering weight yarn in my stash, as I said, that I that I got earlier in the year, and I am using that to put together um, an Oswald shawl from that book. It's really coming together really pretty, and I'm excited about it. I am sort of itching for a sweater project, but... Um, I'm going to hold off on that because I don't quite feel like I have the bandwidth and I like these small intense projects because I have the Oswald shawl for when I'm feeling like I just need knitting to be relaxing and um restorative and then I have the selbu knitting for when I need something that's going to focus my nervous energy so that feels really good I'm also trying to sew up some things that you know I bought fabric for and I haven't sewn but I kind of know what I want to do so I'm just either cutting them out or musling and muslining and twalling up uh, versions of that so I'm gonna make some fielder dresses out of some pretty linen that I bought and that I found at Upcycle and then I'm also going to um think I'm going to be finally cutting into some wool fabric that I scored at upcycle oh gosh now six months ago or more and to test a pattern of a coat so that's going to take a lot of time and I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it you know I'm one of those people that really loves pattern testing for designers I think it pushes me outside of my comfort zone and I am proud of myself that I think doing that I'm finally feeling like my sewing is um getting better that the finished products are ones that I like a lot more and I'm wearing and that are not too wonky and I always wore what I made but now I feel like I'm finally getting people commenting that they like what I'm making so I think the quality is getting better anyway so I want to finish up some of the projects that I have um, planned to make this summer and um, try and seize on that seasonal shift and finish up some projects and then clear the deck so that I can cast on something new like this winter coat, which is going to be a bit of a reach for me. I'll admit I have not made a coat before and it feels intimidating. So that's where I'm at. I think you could probably hear my voice. I'm really tired. I'm really struggling a little bit myself. And so I'm going to be taking my own advice and getting all of those podcasts queued up and listening to them this weekend as I'm trying to finish up my painting projects and my sewing projects and I hope you do the same it's really hard I just want to say that it's it's really hard and if you're someone who's struggling from addiction I just my heart goes out to you because I can only imagine what it must feel like from that side watching it though is also really hard so for those of you who love somebody who's in that situation um just know we're not alone and there's nothing shameful about talking about this experience with one another. It really does help to hear other people share. And so I'm so, so grateful that you're listening. It helps me a lot to have this space to talk to and I'm really grateful for it, especially this summer. So thank you. And I hope you have a really wonderful long weekend if you're in the States or bank holiday if you're somewhere else. Take care, stay safe, bye.